Hey golfers, some golf seasons are wrapping up and the holiday season is right around the corner. You know what that means? You guessed it. Awkward holiday work parties. Avoid the terrible Yankee swap gifts. Bring a pack of true classic polos. Show up late so you get the last pick and you can take your own gift home just like I do every single year. You get some of the softest polos on the market, your coworkers think you are a team player, and you can save 25% off plus free shipping using the promo code OTSGOLF at trueclassictees.com. Win, win, win. Stay vigilant at those holiday work parties, my friends. Enjoy the episode. Three shots, four part, I just do two, one putt, putt four, birdie, woohoo, new driver, info, replace, M2, pop five, fairway, what you fin do, think I'll try to get on, into, start right, good line, good view, Andrew, shoot him again. Episode 106 on the Screws Podcast. This week we got Keaton Vayette, we get that? Vayette? Yes, sir. All right, nice. That was good. Uh, Canadian pro and uh, down in Orlando right now, so we're just kind of... Uh, talking about a trip and i'm inviting myself on bryce's trip and we're all going to meet up and play some golf condo come on down yeah we might have to make it work keaton how are you how are you doing how's the weather down there good i'm good weather's even better can't complain it was windy today but past couple days have been hot as hell it's been uh, still really hot down there or is it just it's it's starting to cool off there's a tropical storm apparently coming the next couple days which will be interesting but the past the past like five days it's been like thirty five feels like forty one almost I was Ooh. dying. That's like Texas heat, man. I was down in Texas uh, earlier in the year and it was like thirty five, thirty eight most days. Like that is that's hot, man. That's too hot. Even yeah, like, you get the humidity in Florida though, and it makes it even worse. Texas is like that dry heat. Yeah, just or, like uh, you feel it. Your shoes get softer, kind of. It's just mm-hmm. like yeah, but uh, it's been warm up here too. So we're up. We're, well, I'm in Bowmanville, so I'm not too far from uh, where you grew up, Keaton. Uh, Toronto area, right? Correct. Yeah, so I was out playing a couple of guys wearing shorts and t-shirt the other day. I didn't uh, I didn't get that deep, but yeah, it was like 21 <laughs> degrees Celsius up here, so it was pretty good. Not bad for November. We'll take that in November for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, it's crazy. But yeah, so you're down in Orlando. What's uh, What do you got going on right now? Maybe um, anybody who doesn't know you by chance, you can give us kind of an idea who you are, um, you know, what's going on, obviously. We'll talk some other sports, I'm sure, and talk a little hockey shop, it sounds like. But uh, what's going on in the world of Keaton right now? Oh, well, not much. Just practicing a bunch, trying to get my game back a little bit. Well, it's weird, like, you know end of the season in Canada. It's like just playing a bunch of scrambles and stuff like fun team events and you're wearing 14 layers and you come down here and it's a little different, but, uh, just playing a couple tournaments or I got one next week, a three day on the Florida pro tour, just grinding the mini tours down here for now. Um, but yeah, there's so many events down here. Like you could play an event every day if you really wanted to, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, we were saying that, like we were talking with Zach a couple weeks ago and Parker, who's, uh, I can't remember where Parker said he was, but like we've had a couple of uh, guys like playing mini tour, trying to get status right now. Like that's a big thing. Like yeah. mentioned Ziggy, like we're talking to, you know, a couple of our buddies and everybody's just trying to get like some kind of status, um, you know, for next season and, and get things kind of wrapped up and play. Like Zach was saying that he just is firing every single mini tour event that he can play right now. Um, yeah. Just trying to get better. Right. And that's like part of the practice is like, getting the reps in, I guess, do you feel like 
you know, are you, are you a big practice guy or do you like to play in those mini events if you can, like the mini tour events, if you can get into them? Yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big grinder, I guess I'd say like my range time and short game putting all that stuff. But I don't know. I've always said ever since I started competitive golf or turned pro, you can't really, you can't, well, you can try to work into your practice, like more of a competitive practice type i'd say i don't yeah. know like you can do games like work on certain things but like nothing nothing beats a tournament or even if it's a one day or whatever it might be and competitive golf's a whole different animal so if you can play in as many as you can then that's probably the best type of practice you can get yeah you almost states. can't you almost can't recreate that tournament like feel eh? like that atmosphere yeah, yeah. yeah no matter no matter how small or how big it is it's all the same Mm-hmm. Let's go try to put out, go try to put out the lowest score you can. See what happens. I don't know, man. Tell that to my buddy Corey. Like we just play money games and like you add on a few extra bucks and like he's over the putt like an extra thirty seconds. So <laughs> sorry, Corey, but like oh, yeah. we got to move these things around these six hour rounds and stuff like that. But uh, Keaton, what kind of got you into the so game? Fun. Like we're you're like you played a couple of sports. Like we were chatting a little bit as we were getting warmed up here. Like multi sport athlete. Um, what kind of what kind of got you into golf and any other sports that you were playing growing up? Yeah, so I played I played everything growing up. I played competitive soccer. I was a goalie. I was a psychopath. Um, In soccer, and I played. Yeah, that was so tough, man. I was, was good too. Somehow, I probably could have done that too. But no, I played AAA hockey for twelve years. That's kind of what I wanted to do, and then the typical hockey player who didn't make it i had too many concussions so i had to quit in my midget year but i always golfed in the summer like not competitively growing up but my grandparents used to live on a course in uh near own sound or it's called soggy golf club it's in port elgin i don't know if you've ever heard of it yeah i've heard of that as well yeah so they lived out there and i kind of grew up there in the summers so my grandpa was a pro way back when a couple moons ago but he's still a stick he's 76 now and he still shoots even to a couple over oh, damn fun to play with but shooting under no, his he, age uh, good for him man that's sweet yeah, he's he's very solid but now he got me into the game my mom his her dad she grew up in the golf industry and all that stuff so he wanted me to golf even though I played hockey and then once hockey was done, I just kind of kept at golf and did all those, I don't know, like junior like academy things and with a coach and got better and then got a new coach when I was like 16, 17 and kind of improved a lot very quickly, which was cool. And then I've kind of taken my own route to, pro golf i didn't go to college or university or anything i kind of felt like i was behind the eight ball compared to all these american kids you know they're golfing since they were two three Mm -hmm. four years old right have all year round golf unlike canadians we four months of it at most maybe maybe a couple more but hey not right now we're uh we're stretching this thing out right now for the courses that stayed open it's crazy but no yeah i've kind of done my own thing started coming down here when I was 18, 19 and ended up turning pro and 
had a couple injuries after that, but it's been an interesting journey. Was there any? You got a so, you got so, a place down there, or are you with a roommate or anything, or you by yourself, or no? Just me, myself, and I. Yeah, I have an apartment in like known area. Nice. So, like I like I told you, it's like seven minutes from the airport. So Sweet. it's not bad. Was there anything, Keaton? Like I, I just want to kind of go back. You mentioned that, um, you know, as you were kind of growing up, you got better fast like was there what age were you when you kind of when things started to click like was there anything really that you noticed like did you start to look into like golf technology more did you like focus on your swing a little bit more like teach it like did you get hooked up with like a teacher that kind of like contributed to that or were you just kind of focusing on the game a little bit more taking a bit more seriously yeah well like right after hockey i kind of was still in a hockey mode for golf it was it was weird like you get on a golf course and you're built up with anger but um i uh yeah i guess i got hooked up with a coach like my first coach he run ran like a junior or amateur whatever academy back in toronto at eagle's nest henry brunton golf academy or whatever it was but i was with him for a couple of years he got me to a certain point my swing was not good it was it was a hockey swing it was more of a slap shot but I could still shoot under par somehow. I was just a creative kid, I guess, on golf, not outside of golf. No creativity, really. Can't, can't, can't draw or do anything like that. But uh, then I moved down here when I was 18 or 19 with him. And I ended up finding another coach who's still my current coach, Sean Burke. So he, once I went with him, I kind of skyrocketed just like his certain philosophies. Then I started getting into golf swing, like you're saying. Then I started knowing what the heck to actually do in my golf swing and how to move and all that stuff. So that was definitely a big thing. And then, yeah, I guess I got into kind of a club. Uh, I started enjoying golf clubs and yeah. knowing what the hell they were doing. But mm-hmm. I think that's like one of the things that that's like one of the things that we've seen is like, or the trends that we've seen is like, you know, you kind of start getting more interested in like the gear or whatever it is, like learning about the gear for your body. Like maybe you go get fit and then, you know, you start doing things differently. Like as you get to that kind of pro status, like some of the guys are working with decade and stuff like that, that are starting to like really break down their game a little bit more. Um, Zach was explaining like this cool, like triangular process that he does, like when he kind of uh, like scouts all his courses and stuff. And then, as you kind of like progress up those steps and then like, like, as you would know, playing like mini tour events and playing pro golf, like you're kind of just like, you can't be complacent. You have to like, you know, that you got to go out and like shoot 64 or 65 or whatever it is to like win events and yeah. stuff. Somebody's always going to be, you know, like par is no longer good enough. That's what we've Bryce and I've heard that from like a few guys in a row now. And that's what we were thinking is like, like, how do you get from, you know, where Bryce and I are like, you know, to that next step to like, you know, becoming like a scratch golfer and then getting to that next step where you can actually like find that in your game to, you know, go one, two, three, four down or something like that when you need to, you know? Yeah. No, like you said, I started using decade a couple of years ago or two years ago, which kind of it changes your whole mindset of what the mm-hmm. heck you're actually doing on the golf course. Kind of takes a little bit to, understand what what they're telling you but like once you get it and like it's all dispersion like if you know your misses right kind of know you automatically tells you where to aim and it's all a game of percentages like if you 
miss left, whatever, 70. If your miss is more left, then you know where to aim. If your miss is more right, you know where to aim, all that stuff. And I don't know, that kind of flipped a little bit of a switch a couple of years ago. I had a good year a couple of years ago in the summer, which was nice. And then past year and a bit, it's been a little bit of a struggle, but that's golf and might as well get yeah. it out of the way now when I'm still young. <laughs> Do you uh do you fully use it or do you still use um like feel shots once in a while or do you incorporate your own stuff in like with decade um kind of how do you Yeah, I was fully using it the past I guess when I started using it and then now it's kind of ingrained for the most part mm-hmm. but there's still some feel shots here and there. Yeah. Just uh, I've always kind of been a feel golfer and when I half the time when I just feel it out it's probably the best shots which is weird but whatever works works i guess yeah but you've had success with it so i'm sure it's just kind of you're sticking with it for now right yeah once you know it and kind of understand it it's always in the back of your head which Mm -hmm. is kind of cool i feel like that too like i'm all about like Bryce's very much like Bryce keeps score to a T like he wants to know a score like follows it I feel like I get to a point now in my game where like I'm all about remembering like that good that really good shot I hit like I'm pretty creative on the course I think too it's like like I'm a lefty so we're all a little bit weird you know and we like to do weird stuff I know you hang out with Mac quite a bit as well so it's like I remember those good shots that I hit and um I think about a lot of shots that I have no business hitting. I, I tend to like forget those actually, which is kind of good to have that golf mindset. But like, I find if you can really like sell it to yourself and really kind of commit to it and, you know, make it work, like why not try it? Right. It's different when you're playing for money and stuff like that. But at this point it's like, I don't know, it's a cre- I'm a pretty creative guy and it's a lot of fun to be able to play golf like that. Are you, um, are you a field player? Would you say Keaton? Like, do you, you like you roll it pretty good? You have pretty good short game. Yeah, I've ever since I was young, I don't know if it was hockey or whatever, my short game and certain shots I can hit are can be pretty cool and good. Just like really, really fast hands. Like I find that with a lot of hockey players have like pretty fast hands. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know, Bryce. We got to get this working for you. We got to figure this out. It's not my chipping's not too bad. It's my putting, man. My putting is the only bad thing. I can chip all right. See, hockey guys usually aren't very good at putting. I don't know why. I don't yeah, know. Like, I'm, yeah. Most lefties, though, like there's something about lefties and like obviously like thinking about like Phil Mickelson and stuff like that. But most lefties can roll it pretty good, I think. I don't know if it's just like the way most courses are laid out or something. But I run into like a lot of lefties and I feel like we've got, I don't know, a little bit more creativity on the course and like maybe we just like see it a little bit differently but we're also kind of seeing it from a different shape i also had to draw too so for most people like hitting a fade for the most part like i hit like a draw like pretty much like a well when it's not going well i'm hitting like a 20 yard sling or like an emergency pull too so i find myself over there with the righty so i kind of see the course from really different perspective i guess but I don't know. Feel is like the short game is what saves me. Like I was telling Bryce, I chipped in a couple times the other day. Like, you know, I I can roll it really good. Like typically like for my handicap, my level, like I roll it pretty good, but it's hard, man. Like you, uh, see the guys that are just like able to like Bryce hitting it from like 240 out, finding a green every time I can't, uh, I can't get there. I just catch up on the greens. That's life. Yeah. But you take the extra shot in the fairway and meet me right in the same score. Cause I, three pot exactly yeah. exactly 
Oh, short game will definitely save your butt a lot if you're not hitting it well, especially down here. Like it's so, it's pretty much target golf down here in Florida. I love like, playing down there. I've played two, three of the four Disney courses just because we're right over right there, and we always go play them. And yeah. it's just you hit a ball at a target, and it's if it's not plugging, it's gonna sit there, bounce, and roll back like four feet, and pretty much just sit there. Like the greens are so like spongy yeah. and soft, in my opinion. Are you yeah, on it's a swamp down? The ball right. doesn't really move at all. So right. like off the tee, most courses down here are pretty challenging. You got either water left or right, or you got houses and OB mm. right there, like ten yards off the fairway. But if you can get in the fairway and you it's not that long down here, like many courses aren't that long. So if you can just get in the fairway and start taking aim with your irons and wedges and as long as you don't three putt like yourself every hole and you're fine <laughs> yeah have you ever played uh the pop palm course at disney or no i've I've never actually played any disney course oh uh, i i went it was par five went driver eight iron and i put it hit like right in front of the cup hit the stick and sat an inch from the hole for an albatross i was pissed still missed the point, eh? just a little backstory no i eagled it you mean Keaton, are you hooked up at a are you hooked up at a course right now at all? Down here, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm in Lake Nona, so Lake Nona is across the street from me, which is a extremely nice private course. Mm-hmm. Which I'm thankful that I know enough people out there that I can kind of go out whenever I want. There's a bunch of nice. Canadian older older members down there, so I can get out there a lot. But I live right beside a course called Eagle Creek. It's good public course long it's pretty easy like it's probably one of the most forgiving courses off the tee in florida which is interesting but it's fun to play i, I was there today i was just practicing but and then i have a little bit of a deal at a course down the street called saint cloud which is actually a good course there's three different three different nines and greens are really good but I don't know. There's so many courses I can kind of just bounce around. There's so many. Yeah. It's always nice I'm when there's a off. few different nines and stuff too, to get accustomed with, but yeah. we're, uh, we're just going to jump into a quick break. Um, obviously with our friends over at bet stamp, we got the cadence bank Houston open this week. So Bryce and I are going to fire off a couple of picks. Uh, Bryce is up this week. He's going to kind of lead the charge and then, uh, we'll be right back. In- cadence bank Houston open, uh, this week. Um, not the deepest field out there, but couple pretty good players in it um start us off Bryce go ahead yeah it's early in the season you know those guys are still kind of taking their uh taking their break but um Sam Burns right now um in this field I love him for outright winner um I saw him at plus 1200 on points bet but then kind of um used bet stamp and got him up to plus 1400 on bet MGM so um that's a pretty good line for him in this field I think um you know, Scotty's going to come to play, but yeah, I like Sam Burns this week. So, yeah, Scotty had a big week last week too. He had a sixty-two on Sunday, sixty-one yep. or sixty-two on Sunday. So, I went with him, even though it's only plus seven hundred. Um, they were floating around five fifty at most places. Found him bet MGM for plus seven hundred, which I don't know that we're going to see another tournament with a, an outright winner that low. Um, mm-hmm. so plus 700 at bet MGM, but I'm still putting my money on Scotty. Uh, I'll go into the next one. If you don't mind, Bryce, I got yeah, two, cool. I got two top tens. Um, Russ Henley coming off the win last week. Um, when Russ starts rolling the putter, well, he's like one of the best putters on tour, right? So he's a good putter. Yeah. Um, I kind of followed that, uh, that putter trend cause Scotty put a new one in the bag last week. Um, rolled it really well. 
found Russ Henley as high as 325 at Betway. Um, so there's good value there because like at points bet and a couple other ones, he was down at 225. So found mm-hmm. some good uh, value there using bet stamps. So thank you guys. Good line. Um, who you got? Yeah, I got uh, I got two top tens this week. I'll start with the first one. I got Jason Day, um, kind of a spotty golfer, but yeah. he still has it. I think. I mean, of he course. still can play in this field. I like him in this field. I think he's a, t- a higher end player in this field. And um, I had Sam Burns top uh, best line at BetMGM, so I checked there first and uh, had him at two twenty there, and kind of shopped around and found him on. Uh, points bet uh for plus 250 so i'll take the couple extra points there yeah yeah that's nice uh putter trend with me going back to mac hughes canadian one of the best putters on tour so um i think having three of the best best putters in the field uh, i know scotty Scheffler, like when he gets rolling it obviously is four mm-hmm. minus the four four putt to close at augusta but uh nervous aside we got mac hughes finishing a top 10 as well i went with another top 10 um this one like fluctuated quite a bit. BetMGM, who usually has a good line, um, picked it up on BetStamp. Plus 450, found it at Betway uh, for plus 700. So that's like a good really line. nice line there for Mac Hughes to finish top 10 in this field. He's got a win at the Sanderson Farms this year already. So um, I think uh, I think he's right there. If he's rolling it well, he's he's going to be there on the weekend for sure. Yeah, my uh, my last top ten is one of the best personalities on the PGA, in my opinion, my personal opinion. Uh, Joel Damon, um, he can play, man. He's a good player. He doesn't hit it very far, but I mean, he's good. Um, bet MGM had him at three fifty points, but had him at three eighty. But FanDuel got him up to four ten. So nice. Okay, um, I took him there for top ten for plus four ten. So, um. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's out of the question for him. I think he can get in there to the top yeah. ten and have a week for himself. So we'll see. Yeah, I think like nobody'd be surprised if we had one two with Scotty and uh and Burns, sure. but mm-hmm. you know, any anything like anybody anybody can uh can win on the PGA tour any week. For sure. And uh, you know, the top three, like uh, the trying to pick a top like if you're going to try and pick a top three and kind of go with the trifecta it's impossible this week like it's yeah just, anyone can find yeah. that top 10 this week i think i think <laughs> it's just an open uh open invitation right now whoever wants to take it can uh, take it yeah but thanks guys for uh checking out our bogey bets uh brought to you by BetStamp, presented to you by BetStamp. uh head over download BetStamp app and use the code ots golf they're going to refund all your minimum deposits uh so you can play for free kind of get used to uh, all the different sites and then shop all the best lines all right, we made it through nine, and this glizzy is brought to you by our friends over at Manscaped, manscaped.com. You can go over, check out the Ultra Premium Collection, or anything that you need to not suffer through the back nine here. Using the promo code OTSGOLF, you will get 20% off plus free shipping. Maybe you'll go low on the back. Thank you for supporting the episode. Thank you for supporting the pod. Manscaped.com, 20% off using the promo code OTSGOLF. Free shipping right to your door. Enjoy the pod. I kind of, like I said earlier, I've kind of done it my own way. So I turned pro when I was 19, 19, 20. But I ended up having shoulder surgery the year I turned pro. So that kind of. I've been there. Yeah, made things a little different, but it honestly made me better and came back stronger than ever. But my, I guess I played on the Canadian tour, not last summer, the summer before that. It was kind of during the COVID stuff. So I played all the events. The first one was in Montreal, which was cool. That was my first Canadian tour event. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but yeah, it was a cool experience. Run well. I ended up making the cut. So that was nice. But playing on tour for that year was kind of cool. You learn how to travel. You learn how to manage yourself, manage time, do all that stuff. Like, especially during COVID, that was interesting to deal with. Trying yeah. to fly everywhere. That'd be so tough. Well, that's kind of like when yeah. Bryce and I got the pod started. Like we had... I guess like earlier in the year, the winter, like uh, right around Christmas before that season. So um, like when it came up here, like I carried for Ziggy, that's how I, or no, sorry, I met Ziggy up there, but like I carried for Jake McNulty. I don't know if you know Jake, but like, and I kind of met like a few of the guys when I was out there and it was sort of cool. Like, you know, Lucas has been on the pod before Lucas out at Bear Mountain. I don't know if you know him, Callum Davison, like a few guys have been on the pod, Michael Blair. And like the whole thing was like, every time we talk to somebody it's always like travel comes up and like how hard that season was and like you know callum and lucas both drove they had like retrofit like sprinter type vans stuff like that like i know ziggy had a um like trevor you him and uh him and trevor travel together so like kind of pair up michael was with like six guys and they would go somewhere and get like an airbnb like how did you navigate like what was your setup like for that season I did not drive. Those guys were psychopaths. Yeah, be, be <laughs> so tough, couple. man. Well, usually, like in years past, it's been easy to drive. Well, not easy, but like easier because they would start out east or I guess out west. They'd start in like BC or whatever. And you just follow the tour home kind of. Yeah, you follow yeah. what I mean. And you're like, okay, it's reasonable. But when, whatever, two years ago, we started in Montreal. And then we went to Toronto, TPC Osprey. Then we went two weeks in PI, which was interesting. That was like island fever. You're stuck on an island for two weeks. It was cool. I've never been to PI until then. So that was interesting. Great seafood, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I recommend it. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been down there, like toured around, and I I don't think I've said it on the pod before, but uh, I can confidently say the Lobster Barn in Victoria PI has the best lobster roll in Canada. So not been to Newfoundland, so on the mainland, I guess. Yeah, I think we went there too. I saw it on a Google review and had to make my way over there. So but. good, man! It was like just a, like you get across the bridge, like the Confederation Bridge. It's like you know down to the right, yeah. like twenty minutes or something. But yeah, it was really, really damn good. So uh, anyway, sorry, I really like lobster a lot, man. Same. Uh, where did we go after PI? I think then then we went out east or out west. Then we went to Saskatchewan, middle of nowhere. Actually, I had to drive Michael Blair to the hotel from the airport because he didn't have a ride, and I was one of the only people with a rental car, which was cool. Um, was that Elk uh, Ridge? Is that Elk Ridge, that one? That place is cool, but it's like literally three hours from civilization. Yeah, <laughs> It was like nails, too. Wasn't it like super tough, the course? Like a couple of guys were saying it was like 15-yard like uh, yeah. fairways and stuff, like super tight. It's tighter than most things yeah, yeah. like you, you miss it i don't i actually i made i made a bet with one of the guy's parents that i wouldn't hit driver at all all week and i said i'd make the cut i didn't hit one driver made the cut nice. <laughs> it, was, it was interesting i think i hit four iron off the tee every hole and a couple two irons but yeah if you miss on that course you are uh, in it's some true. trees and Hanging out with lots of mosquitoes. So <laughs> that course, it was good, but it was tough. 
And then we went to Edmonton and Calgary. Those are, or sorry, not Edmonton, Calgary. Calgary, that course is unreal. What Country course Hills. is that? Oh. Country Hills. Place of nails. Yeah. So good. And then we went out to BC where all the boys finally made it back home. <laughs> yeah. It seems like everybody is kind of from this area here, like where, where you're from or where we're from, Keaton, or like pretty much everybody's out west. So, like, yeah. Most of the guys we talk to, it's, there's not many not many people from down east and there's not many people out west until you get all the way out to bc and it's kind of like you know a lot of guys kind of stay out there like i know ziggy trevor lucas they all kind of stay out there callum they they can play quite a bit and then uh yeah you can you can almost play all year round not all year round but they have events that run into them except for when mac flies out there it's like just dusted with a hailstorm out of nowhere it's like i don't know 20 degrees almost when i was out there and then I was out playing with Lucas and PJ and uh, another buddy of theirs, and we just got hit with like a hailstorm on on Bear Mountain. It sucked. It was like Four, fourteen holes in your four day golf. Trip. I know it was terrible, man. It was awful, awful. But great spot though. If you're ever out there, like going going to check out Bear oh, Mountain, Bear Mountain's like, awesome. Such a nice yeah. spot. I really really enjoyed it. And obviously, Lucas is out there now, and he does. Uh, you know, he's a really really good player. He played that same season with you, so I don't know if you guys had met, but um, yeah, he. Yeah he lives like him and his uh and his girlfriend fiance they live in a uh that sprinter van like that's their home and they kind of traveled around and you just tell me too they had i think they had latin q at like a weird time that year or might have been corn fairy that he went down for or something so like in between one of the events like going down to like georgia or something like that and then coming back up so they put like 50k on that year they said it was quite a bit but yeah i was talking about that one event living in his van van life and all that stuff yeah i like it it's cool it's different he's a good guy i enjoyed well, he's, i think we played once he's from this area too like he's from markham i think he said he's from markham so um it was kind of cool to uh like they put it together and then they ended up traveling out for there was like an event out there and then he ended up staying like at bear mountain and he's kind of hooked up there i think he's the assistant pro now teaching pro so um when i went out we played a little bit it was fun like it was lot like really really nice course too like hard to beat those views man really hard to beat the views both of those courses are really good anything out in bc like can't beat. Mm -hmm. all my family lives out in alberta and calgary or just outside of calgary so yeah i'm out there a lot but playing out there is awesome i Kelowna was probably my favorite spot to play you ever play silver tip oh yeah yeah we uh we had a lacrosse tournament when I was really young in Alberta and all the dads went and played silver tip. And I mean, we were young, but I was, I'm jealous now looking back. There's so many spots yeah. like sagebrush looks, uh, like, a, like it's on some people's, like some people have it as their like top course in Canada. Right. So, uh, I think it's like a top. That new one? Yeah. It's like, new one? yeah, I think it's number seven on the open? ranking or something, but it's uh it's sweet looking, man. Yeah, Nothing beats the, wildfire. I don't care what anyone says. Yes, Nothing it does. Will beat wildfire for me. You gotta, uh, you gotta just go look up sagebrush, and then you'll say, "Okay, that one beats wildfire." It's, oh. uh, it's yeah. pretty cool, man. It looks Many like memories of wildfire. It looks like it's like a two thousand year old course, man. It like it's, it's super cool. Everything's like kind of, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but it's definitely one to check out. Um, Keaton, I wanted to ask you. You're into fashion a little bit, right? 
Yeah, I would say. I've noticed <laughs> a couple better. things. Like I think I've been we've been following your account for a couple of years now or so. And like I noticed that you post a couple things here and there. Um, so I wanted to kind of ask you we we got why this came up is we had a couple of guys from Go Track Social Club on last week. So they have like a they're like the Canadian kind of Malbon guys, I would say. Like they're really into like that kind of feel. And um, you know, they got like a higher end like clothing style and whatnot, and they were we got talking about like how things have changed so much in the game and like was there a pinpoint time for them that they kind of got into you know really focusing on like their style their apparel and whatnot and they have a pretty cool story and Bryson and I kind of agreed we both thought it was like around that time Terrell Hatton was like wearing a hoodie at the BMW championship like if you remember that and like um is it something that you keep separate from yourself on the course or do you like to kind of mix it in a little bit if you can no yeah I I don't know. I've always enjoyed fashion and kind of not standing out, but kind of being different. I lucky enough to have been hooked up with, or the, there's a golf company, all the people that helped me out with clothes, uh, full wedge. It's called, they're yeah. out of Toronto. It's a Toronto. Yeah. Them's village. with them too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got some nice stuff. Uh, they're they got a like a bunch of stuff out at the Port Hope shop, like where I play, and uh, yeah. they got nice gear, man. Really nice gear. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They've been helping me out for the past couple of years, which is great. I love their stuff. It's it's different for sure, but they've made some more normal designs now, which is kind of cool. But uh, there's a couple shirts, like some watermelon shirts, some pineapple shirts, which are oh, yeah. which are nice, but um but yeah i don't know i've always been into fashion i love shoes i'm a big shoe guy but i've always tried to tried to bring that on the course so all the i got all the jordan golf shoes and all that stuff but i don't know i've always kind of done my own thing on the course with clothes and stuff and it's usually very classic and all that stuff and like in the past you know golf like older more Mm -hmm stuffy traditional traditional that's a better that's a better way of putting it yeah traditional is a very uh i don't know that's a very nice way of putting it but uh yeah it's a pretty stuffy sport i can uh i can say that i can admit i can admit that i um like i definitely (laughs) yeah like i like to i like to kind of mix it up a little bit like even off the course like you know like i've got a few like designer pieces that i like to wear i don't know i know bryce is kind of Maybe while he's in like hunting country now, but, uh, I know when we were talking like some merch and stuff, Bryce, you got some good ideas and stuff. So that's what made me think like today, you know, I got a pair of like Reed Blake shoes and like Carl Lagerfeld sweater and stuff that I was like wearing today with like mango pants and like all that stuff could be worn on the course too. Right. It's just like, you know, a lot of those brands aren't kind of in it. I know like Hugo Boss is into golf and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, like Polo Ralph Lauren and stuff, but it's kind of, um, it's kind of cool to see a lot of courses like, you know, or a lot of, uh, companies trying to, you know, find their, their way in the golf space now. And it's a little bit more accepted. It's not just like a polo. Well, even snowman, they're kind of getting into that funky little, um, we had them on a few months ago and they're kind of in that same space of the out there shirt but they i mean people like them i love them i wear mine all the time i think i love standing out even though i'm not the greatest golfer yeah. it's how i've grown up how i've been so yeah it makes you it makes you different it makes you yeah, somebody good, feel good play good yeah, exactly that's all the saying in sports 
Is there any uh, is there any brand Keaton that like that you like to wear? That's uh, like I wear like Jordans and stuff too. Like I remember they came out with the release like the I think the twelves or something a little while ago with the gold piece, and I grabbed those like right away. Yeah. And like, I is there? Those yeah, they're sweet, man. They're sweet, and I've already like kind of I don't know. I probably put 40, use our beat. Uh, I probably put forty rounds on those forty fifty rounds. They, uh, oh god! I bet I, you. I, I, I bet you Keaton still look brand new. I guarantee you. Man, I lotion those things up. They got the spray on them. It's just like I put a lot of rounds on them, man. I'm not afraid to wear them. I'm definitely mine, not afraid to. Mine look like they've never been worn. I pick yeah. and choose my day. I don't like, wear them down here because it's too wet. Like if I'm in Arizona, I'll wear them because it's dry and never rains. But here you take one swing and they're filthy. Yeah, you can't have that. You can't have that. <laughs> yeah, mine. Uh, mine need a good wash. They need a good cleaning or something. But if there was any brand uh, that you could work with, that's like a non-golf brand, or that you could collab with at some point, like in the fashion world, is there anyone that sticks out to you that you'd like to bring into the golf space? Uh, Wait, other than our other than companies that are already in the golf space, is that is that your question? Yeah, like okay. yeah, if there was uh you know, like any designer kind of like fashion brand that you could kind of hook up with. Um I know you're wearing a wave golf hat right now, so our friend over there, Mark, is uh is part of the owner. So they're doing big things over there. So congratulations, Mark and Josh. But if there was any like designer brand that you thought that, you know, you like to wear off the course that you'd really like to bring it into the golf space. Is there one that sticks out for you that you'd like to, uh, you'd like to bring along? I don't know. I used to be a big off-white guy and I'd wear a, I have a bunch of off-white shirts, but now I'm growing up more. So I don't really put those on that much, but they've been in kind of the golf space. There's, well, like Brooks Capco wore their yeah. shoes and all that. Right. But I don't know. There's Gucci, no. Louis Vuitton, no. Supreme would be cool as a golf brand. It's more of a yeah. skater brand. You get a lot of, lot of words for wearing that on the golf course, I feel like, from other people. Well, it I all would the- agree, yeah. It all depends to like what space you're in, right? And like I guess oh, yeah, the, the sure. groups yeah. that you're playing with and like kind of just recognizing like you're not gonna just probably join a random group at a club mm. that's like three hundred year, years old and like we yeah. I, I don't know, we've we've had this discussion so many times, right? And like if you wanna wear that like if you wanna wear, you know, something that kind of shows your personality, like if you're the guy who has a problem with that. I think you're like, they're more or less like the problem now, right? Or they're like not the problem, but, the, but they're more of like the minor, the minority now, right? So it's like, we're, we're kind of entering a space where people are allowed to like, you know, kind of, I guess, wear a bit more fashion or kind of like wear the type of person that they are and kind of show their, I don't know exactly the best way to put it, but they're trying to, you know, if you want to kind of show the person that you are on the course and, and a little bit of, I don't know, help me out with the word here, Bryce. I'm, I'm struggling through this one. I don't know. You're just trying to say like, let people wear what they want to wear. And if you're going to give them shit for it, then you're the issue for not accepting what they're wearing. Yeah. I I think it's just like people do their thing. And if, as long as they look somewhat presentable, I mean, just turn your head and walk away and let them do their thing. You play That's better too. As long as, as, long as it, yeah, as long as it's somewhat presentable, it's just like it's okay, whatever. But on the other yeah. hand, give me give me a Nike Jordan apparel line. I'm good for life. I don't. Oh yeah, I'm for sure. Here. Right? Like it's, it's it's hard. It's hard to beat like the Nike line. Like I think almost anybody would say like if they could work with one brand, it'd probably be Nike. Like, Nike. Like no into fashion, yeah, I'd, I would. I'd agree with that. Well, like, I don't even think twice. 
for a designer brand. Well, I I don't know if they're designer, but like Nocta came out with stuff like Drake, OVO. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a yeah. I'm just not, I'm not big in the whole designer stuff, so my knowledge isn't great. But yeah. why well, I, I have these my like buddies, <clears throat> sorry, go ahead, man. I was gonna say I'm buddies with a bunch of Drakes good friends so they all wear their Nocta stuff yeah. and if i could get ovo i'm trying to get the ovo boys to make a golf go. line so trying to they love they all love golf now i was playing with them last week in miami and we were talking about it i'm like well we'll make a golf shirt we'll see what it does so that'd be kind i of mean dope. it would blow up there was, oh, i don't think sure. there's any question to think if it would or wouldn't i just it's kind of cool though. Everybody's got like different, uh, different feel. I remember I like, I did a little knockoff, uh, little rip off of like the Drew House like logo and stuff like that. I just sent it to Bryce like as a joke. Like I was just like kind of designing it, and he was like, "Oh my god, that's terrible" or whatever. I literally sent it to Bryce's younger brother, and he's like, "I'll buy one." Yeah, because yeah. I, I'm yeah. not into that designer stuff. Yeah, Blaker, Blaker knows all about it. But I have these like the reason why because I know like everybody's like wearing Primo pants and stuff like that. Like I know you're kind of set up with Primo, so Zach and Mac yeah. and and uh, I'm like, a big fan of those. Yeah, I've got like yeah, I've got this pair. Of, like I think they're called like Mango or something like that. So um, they're essentially like the same thing. I wear them to work. I can leave, go to the golf course, and like you know, I can kind of. Um, show my personality. I think that was a word I was looking for. Right. So like, mm-hmm. and you, I just feel like I play a little bit better too. Like I'm not a pro golfer. I'm not like set up a title list or, you know, Callaway or something like that, where I have to like wear anything brand specific. Um, not yet, but if you're listening, like, you know, we'll sell, <laughs> we'll sell out, man. we'll sell out. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe we'll get the, the Nike line or something one day, but like, give me Lulu ABCs and a Lulu. Oh, exactly. That's like good. that's, that's I'm where good. I was going to go next is like, I I'm just, good. yeah, I got a couple pair of Lulu joggers and it's just like, they look good. They fit really well. And you know, I could play when Bryce and I play 36 holes, you don't, uh, you don't have any problems yeah. with it. Right. So it's, it's just kind of one of those things that I, like, I noticed like when I follow a couple of the, like your, I would say you're kind of like a content creator as well, Keaton, like you, you do a really good job with that. So, you know, trying to kind of check yeah. it out. No, you don't think so? I don't know. I, I just, oh, I'm definitely not like Mac. Mac's on a whole different level. He, that guy's nuts. Love him to death, but he's, he's a, he's a different cat. It's a lot of but work. I don't know. I've always, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm like, this is crazy. Trying to post yep. videos. But I feel like though, that's what makes your channel like a channel like that good is like when you're when you don't think you're trying to like overdo it, you just do it because you enjoy it. I feel like that's what makes the channels like good and enjoyable to watch. So like I feel like that's kind of the bubble you're in right now, which is I think awesome. Yeah, I've always I've always enjoyed taking pictures and videos, and uh, now that I'm a golfer, that why not? Yeah, show All right. show the journey. All right, into the gear. I think it's time. I need. Uh, well, hold on. Like one of the oh, one of the yeah. things I I just wanted to talk about content creation a little bit, Bryce, and then we'll get into the yeah, gear. But so right. we've had Mac on the pod, and he was actually going to be on a few weeks ago, right before he went to Spain, I think, when he went out there. So he got a bit jammed up with one of his flights. So um, we'll we'll recap. We'll get him at some point when he's in some random spot around the world. But you know, that's obviously something. When Mac was first on the podcast, he had a couple thousand. Uh, couple thousand like followers and he was actually like six thousand yeah he was actually like pretty nervous and like he was uh we were talking about like we were watching a leaf game in the background and stuff and we're uh, just about to watch a leaf game and he he was saying like you know it's kind of cool but it's like weird that people like you know people like shit on you for no reason doesn't really make any sense right and like that's one of those things where i 
I don't understand like how he, you know, you get to that point where it's probably just like you get pretty thick skin, I guess. Right. So, um, but obviously you, like you're focusing on like playing the game as well. And like, he's very transparent where like he says he's washed up and he's definitely not washed up. He's still a very good golfer, but, uh, you know, he, he kind of puts himself out there. And I think that that's also a good thing for, we've talked about it with like a lot of pro golfers and like, you kind of have to do that now to get recognized. Like you can get sponsorships and stuff that way you can kind of work yourself into kind of some awareness for some brands and whatnot too. So I think it's, it is an important part of the game. It's almost like a, it's like a resume, Instagram, TikTok, TikTok, or like a resume almost. Right. So. hundred percent. That's what I learned too. I was like, yeah, brands will reach out to, even though I don't have that many followers or barely any, but I don't know. It's, it's a different world. Social media nowadays, you can, you can make a lot of money on social media. Make a living on it now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. See all these influencer girls making whatever they're making, just posting swing videos and posting whatever. Like, I don't know. I just do it more for my enjoyment and show people what I'm doing and, they care they care if they don't then who cares <laughs> well it's also good too like for you to look back a great on way to think of it yeah like and it's a good way for you to like look back on like you know if you want to go back and like check out your swing or if somebody wants to like maybe contact you to uh, like i don't know if you do any teaching or anything like that it's a way to like showcase yourself as well so but go ahead yeah, bryce exactly. we can uh let's do some gear yeah so We've, we haven't really had any like huge gearheads on the pod. And I kind of think you kind of hinted towards it earlier. I assume you know what you're playing. Yeah. A little um, bit. I just got, we did, I just got clubs. So yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I just like, just, I love gear. I always have in every sport, no matter what. And I just like to kind of go through the bag with, with a lot of the players. Um, if you want to do that for us. Yeah. So I just got, the new SM9s. I've had old, I've had SM7s for the past couple of years, so they were outdated. So Tyler sent me the new SM9s. I got S400 uh, Dynamic Gold Tour issue in my 58 and 54, and then 50s and X100 shaft, and then 46. I don't play a normal pitching wedge. I use the Vokey pitching wedge. So. Yeah. That one's the X one hundred two, and then I got new irons too. I use the Titleist, the MBs, the blades, mm-hmm. the six six twenties, I believe. Cleanest iron in golf, in my opinion. Just butter knives, absolutely. Those and knives. the those and the Callaway blades are the two cleanest irons in golf, in my I opinion. Would, I would agree. The Tiger ones are pretty good too, but the Tiger ones are good. Yeah, you don't like the blueprints. Titleist, you keep. I like them. You just can't beat that Titleist. Those yeah, titles. it's hard to beat the Titleist. They're just ones. so like it's. I don't know. So unless classic. you like, unless you go to like a Miura or something, or like the K O E K. I don't know how to pronounce that one. K Y O E I. They're so nice, man. There's they're so like, there's so many custom club brands now, like random yeah. ones that pop up. Well, those are like the two, like right. probably the two best Japanese ones. Like, like you can't like beat a set of Miuras there. No, yeah, like, no, I agree. so good, man. I'm so just good. talking about a four. Yeah, but like yeah. those Titleist ones are sweet. Like, yeah, they're uh, they're nice to look at. I think Justin Thomas anyways, still gave X100 in those. Yeah, X100. Yeah, I had my old ones were the KBS X130s, but apparently the Titleist won't sell KBS anymore because they're well, uh, what do they call it? Their like quality control was terrible last year and oh, this really? year. So 
So I switched over to X100s, which I used to use when I was younger, but I haven't used them, but they've been working out okay. My irons have been pretty good. And then woods, I use tailor-made woods. Mm -hmm. I play Titleist irons, and I'm a Titleist player, but I use tailor-made woods. Uh, I have a Sim 3-wood, the old, the first one, which that thing's a rocket. Mm Mm-hmm. Shafts and that Aventus X or Aventus TX 80 gram in my three wood blue and then black, black, black. Yeah, it's black. Things a weapon, yeah. And I have new stealth with a speeder shaft in it TX 70 gram, I believe. I have a bunch of shafts that I'd swap yeah. them out, but I'm in it right now. And then I am using a hybrid right now that my buddy gave me that's been working great. The old ping hybrid with that God knows what shafts in it, but it goes far. It goes, I can cut I'll it, put, I can draw it, I can do it. I'll put so much money on it. It's a G400. Yeah. What the, the, the yeah, head it is a G400. Yeah. 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 It is. Um, yeah, but I have a seven, I have a title of seven wood that I can swap in and out with that. And I also have a one iron that I can swap in and out with that. Nice. What's the one iron? iron? What is it? It's the Titleist U500. Yeah, the U500. What is it a two iron just just cranked way down, or is it like an actual one iron? It's a one, just the that's that's awesome. That thing's so cool. I I gotta see what it is. Bryce, that's a pretty similar bag to uh, Paul Park. It is a very, similar very bag. similar bag, like from top yeah. to bottom. I bet, you, I bet you this thing's like 14 degrees or 13, de- no, 14 or 15 degrees. Ooh, what is it? Is... How many degrees? 15, 14? I don't know, or does it not say? It doesn't say. I think it's oh. 15. It's that thing's sweet, though. Yeah. Mac, yeah. you had one of those for a bit. Yeah, I had the uh, three iron, though. Yeah. 18 degrees. So. Wait, maybe I had a two iron U five hundred. Um, I don't anymore. I have the like I I play Strixon and I have the Strixon three iron that I cannot get rid of. The Z uh, ZU six five like that thing just yeah, finds its way back. So it's hard, man. I hit that so thing good. well. I hit it from two sixty out to eight feet the other day. So found its way in the bag for next season as well. So <laughs> it's uh, it's locked. It's qualified. I yeah, think. it's like hard hard ground, like wind behind me, and it found its way close to the hole. So it's sponsor fun. exemption. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, sponsor exemption. What are you rolling right now, Keith? Yeah, what putter? Uh, I have. I'm rolling a what is it? The uh, Odyssey five three five. I think something like the. I don't know. It's like a oval kind of shape, like a half moon. Yeah, and then I have a. I put a stability shaft in it. How is that? I don't. I've seen people use them. I've never like felt one though. They're good. I and then my I have two putters that I kind of flip flop with. I have a two lawn, the Toronto edition one. It's got the CN Tower on the bottom. It's kind of dope. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. This one's pretty cool. Stability shaft. This one's the Atlanta. The ones are good, man. They feel yeah. nice. Odyssey, same shit. It's um, it's like a very underrated putter. It definitely is. Like I've been playing a Del Mar. Like I got to refinish and stuff. Looks really cool. Bryce is starting to kind of patina out. I saw it the other day. I pulled out of the bag. Is it? Yeah, nice. it looks so good. But um, like that putter is sweet, man. Like I got a Golo. I got well, I got a bunch of putters now, and uh, 
I think that one might find its way in the bag. Like it rolls yeah. pretty, it rolls pretty pure. It's hard I'm to still beat. Still waiting for my to come in. What one did you get? I ordered, the five, I ordered the five five, but like they're like Golf Town doesn't like all my groomsmen put together and bought like me a gift card to go grab it, and it's like I only want that putter, and it's like impossible to get in. Huh. So. I wanted to get that new all black one they made, or I guess I know like I, I looked at that, but those are even harder to get. Like you will, you just can't get your hands on them. You get them like aftermarket for like two grand right now. Like they pop up and they're like, yeah, eighteen, and they're gone in a yeah. second. Yeah, yeah, they don't last right now. I can't remember what it's called midnight, my, like the midnight version or something. Yeah, I think my coach ordered one from Tidelist, but he's gonna cut it down and give it to his son yeah. that's on the way. I'm like, what? That's a nice gift for your unborn <laughs> yeah. son. That is really nice, man. I think like I'll pass my Delmar. I had it done like so. It was like the 2011 or 12. I can't remember what year, and it was like the honey dip version. And mm. um, I had two, so I actually uh, i I took my backup and I got it uh, sent it down to a buddy of ours who does. Uh, he's been on the pod before. He does like cl- like custom restorations, and he did like an actual copper. I don't know exactly like drops it he in the bucket. Like with, yeah, exactly. Cool. Yeah. So it becomes like an actual copper unit. And, uh, so it's one of a kind putter and, uh, I roll it well. Like I love the putter and I, I gave away my other gamer to, uh, to a buddy of mine. So, um, but yeah, the Toulon Atlanta is, uh, that's kind of my shape, like that heel style. And, um, yeah. it might find its way in. It's a nice putter, man. Really nice. Putter. My baby right now. What do we got there? Oh, the old Taylor made the old Ardmore. It's like oh, the yeah. same shape as that five five. I don't know. I just love the shape. Yeah. It's like the half mallet, half blade kind of look. And I used to use like the you know the mallet, the old tailor made mallet, uh, like the ghost one. It was like the half. Yeah, like the huge one. Like, oh no, it was like the tiny oh. one. It was like whatever half the size of it. But that oh, shape, yeah. I've always Pressure. yeah, it was like just smaller than that. Go yeah, up. like I cannot roll this thing for the life of me. Things heavy as no. shit, probably. It's not that. It's not that heavy. I think it's a uh, three thirty five or something. But I can't. I just can't roll it that well. I just like it. Just visually, it looks good. I just like can't seem to uh, can't seem to get it. But it's it's mm-hmm. not for me. But uh, Keaton, we've taken up enough of your time. I know you got the bank calling you and stuff. I know you're uh, working out a couple things while you're down there, so we won't take up too much of your time. But um, really appreciate you hopping yeah. on, man. Hopefully, we can do it again. Maybe at the end of the season or something. Uh, catch up with you see how things are going it was uh it's always a lot of fun and when when bryster's down there you guys got to play and when you come back up here we'll uh we'll tee it up maybe we can grab mark come down and beat the wheels off yeah yeah with 11 with 11 shots 11 11 that's a lot of shots man i don't know if i need 11 but at least give me four no give me three three aside i'll give you two aside we can reevaluate after nine yeah. That's a good deal. That's a pretty good deal. <laughs> I got I got to try and get down there even uh I'll need more than that, but uh who I'm knows. Whenever. Yeah. Yeah, it would be uh it would be nice, man. I I feel like this year of any I am just not looking forward to the golf season ending. It's nice that it's been kind of extended up here, but like mm-hmm. I don't know. It was like an outlet this year for a lot of people and oh, yeah. Kinda, yeah, it's just like yeah, uh, this bad boy. Got to get This down thing there is never going anywhere. This is my bread and butter. <laughs> Look at that thing. It's like a little hot dog, man. I will always go back to this thing. I don't know why I love it. But uh, yeah, those if you want to... Sorry, go ahead, Keaton. Go ahead, those man. Those things are elite. Yeah, I, they're good. I wish... 
I want I want Nike those blades. I was gonna try to buy a set, but they're so hard to find. They're hard to find, and usually the ones you do find are beat to shit. Like they're yeah. all beat up, like the faces. I know. You got to get a I lot know. of work done. I I saw like a lefty set the other day. Well, not the other day. It was a couple months ago, and I I was trying. Like I was trying to message the guy like right away. I think they were only up for like five hundred bucks Canadian too. And uh, I was like, I don't care what shafts are in them. Like I just wanted the heads. Get them. Uh, I'd probably send them down and get them stripped and stuff like that because it's they're kind of like unicorns, man. They're pretty sweet. So, and they were gone. Yeah. They were gone like right away. Yeah, like, I had a set of Taylor or uh, Taylor uh, Nike Tiger Woods like Victory Red blades in my hands, and there was a huge chunk out of the pitching wedge, so I didn't buy them. And I was I oh. should I should have bought them. Could have just went to a four wedge <laughs> system, man. I had them in my hands, like I yeah. played around with them. Like my buddy had his hands on them somehow, and I played around with them, and I was like, oh, I don't want them. This huge chunk out of this pitching wedge, and now oh. I should have totally grabbed them. Those are like those are my first ever irons. Like I was like. Fit, or not my first set but like when i got old enough to use proper clubs i was like oh i love blades somehow like yeah. right after hockey give me a set of blades <laughs> and i got like the og like nike blades and i yeah, wish i still had them so oh i was i was a 16 year old kid just swinging blades thinking i was tiger just like a little dime shaped sweet spot in them too, just like yeah, hurting it. the hands, beating up the hands. But uh if you guys want to go over and check out Keaton over on Instagram, Keaton, I'm not sure if you have a Twitter, but uh it's Keaton underscore V over on Instagram. We're gonna link it down below. So anybody who's, you know, same thing, listen in the car, YouTube, anything like that, if you want to go down, click the link. Uh give him a follow, follow uh you know, just kind of his journey. Um, working towards getting to the PGA tour. You're a pretty young guy still, Keaton, I guess, if you're uh you said you're ninety nine. Yeah, I'm 23. All right, so lots of time to make it happen, man. So um, we didn't really uh, get into too much of like what your schedule is that you have kind of coming up for the season, but hopefully uh, once you kind of wrap up and um, I don't know, maybe once we get into the golf season next year, we'll have you back. We can have a chat and kind of catch up. Really appreciate it, man. For sure. Thank you, boys. It was awesome. He's out in my ball and of course I tee up. I lose the ball and I re-up. I miss the fairway, I probably end up in the ocean or maybe the beach. And I'm on a part five and I'm finna go reach it. Second was blind, I see it. Feel like it might be an average. I was working scenario.